This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for June 17th. First, Children's Hospitals Prepare for COVID-19 Vaccine Rollout. The FDA formally authorized the vaccine for these age groups today. Wednesday, an FDA advisory panel unanimously endorsed COVID-19 shots for kids as young as six months old. The FDA formally authorized the vaccine for these age groups today. The panel recommended Moderna's vaccine for kids six months to five years and Pfizer's for kids six months to four years. Next, the CDC must formally recommend the shots, which could be available as early as next week. Children's hospitals will play a pivotal role in vaccinating the nation's estimated 19 million children younger than five. The U.S. plans to make vaccinations for this population available at more than 100 children's hospitals and health systems, in addition to public health clinics, pharmacies, and community health centers. Second, following this news, Florida will not allocate resources to support COVID-19 vaccine rollout for young kids. Yesterday during a press conference, the Governor Ron DeSantis said that Florida will not employ any state resources to support the anticipated rollout. This statement comes a day after Florida's health department confirms that it had not pre-ordered vaccines for children under five from the federal government. This makes it the only state to not request the doses. Third, anesthesiologists say COVID-19 testing is not crucial for every surgical patient. New guidance from the American Society of Anesthesiologists and the Anesthesia Patient Safety Foundation says perioperative COVID-19 testing is no longer recommended for every patient undergoing non-emergent surgery in hospitals and other healthcare facilities. The guidance was updated Wednesday and encourages healthcare facilities in areas with low to moderate community spread to consider a, quote, more permissive approach, unquote, to testing. This only applies to patients who are asymptomatic, fully vaccinated, and having a low-risk procedure. Facilities in areas with high COVID-19 transmission should continue testing every patient before surgery. Fourth, public health experts say monkeypox infection rates may not be accurate due to lack of testing. Government labs have enough supplies to test 8,000 samples each week, but they're operating at a 2% capacity, accounting for about 23 tests per day. Widespread vaccinations against monkeypox are unlikely. So far, the virus's trajectory isn't a repeat of the beginning of COVID-19 outbreak. As of today, the CDC has reported 100 confirmed monkeypox cases. This is an over 15 case increase from yesterday. This count may not reflect the risk though, with only a scattering of tests performed. Fifth, plummet in COVID-19 testing could be hiding infection rates. Omicron subvariants have gained traction. Infection waves are slamming into California, Texas, and St. Louis. Infectious disease experts warn that nearly 80% decrease in testing over the last three months is disguising the current COVID-19 outbreak. Experts say the decline in cases is due to more people taking at-home tests instead of going to mass testing sites at hospitals. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday afternoon? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.